Razorback fans are still pretty frustrated with the current state of the Razorback football team, but I'm going to tell you why Sam Pittman really, really needs this win against BYU this weekend. We'll talk about that as well as the offense being the key for this team moving forward and also a little bit of basketball and a red-white update scrimmage this Sunday. It's all coming up on the Locked On Razorback podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions do apply. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Wednesday. I'm actually going to be uh, uh, this afternoon, this evening, driving down to Dallas to fly out to Provo, or I guess Salt Lake City, and then go to Provo. But yeah, I'm going to be leaving. So tomorrow's podcast, uh, it's going to get done, but it just may be at a different time. So I just want to give everybody a heads up on that. I may end up doing it there in the Salt Lake Airport because I'm getting there to like 1130, I think roughly, uh, their time out there. And the rest of my group and friends don't get out there till late tomorrow night. So I'll maybe just be hanging out in Salt Lake City and I'll just like do a podcast and be updating on everybody of my life going on there too. So anyways, I'll try to get it done the best that I can. So I just want to update everybody on that first. Uh, but, you know, th this is something that kind of a topic that uh, got inspired by a good, very good friend of mine and a guy who does a really good job on Saturday Down South, Connor O'Gara. And if you haven't uh, followed him on Twitter, if you haven't read his stuff, he's really good. And I encourage you to go to SaturdayDownSouth.com and check out his article. It's a it's a really good one uh, about Sam Pittman. And, you know, I'd I say I got an inspiration from it. It's not the exact same topic or exact same discussion, but it's something that made me start thinking about it. And his article was titled, Why This is a Defining Time for Sam Pittman in His Time at Arkansas. And it goes into about the contract extension and, uh, you know, the money that Sam Pittman got, and then you you hit into a, a place to where, uh, you know, you're at a defining time, as he likes to put it, uh, against the impossible to hate Sam Pittman. And he goes through some stats and some and some ranks and, and all of that. So uh, it's a really good piece, though, really good piece. And again, I encourage you all to go read it. But it inspired me to start thinking about, of you know, the defining time for Sam Pittman in this time, uh, especially going up against BYU. And why Sam Pittman needs this, like why he needs this win, this game, this time to be his best and most defining time as Razorback football coach in his very short period of time here. Now, let me preface this by saying, I'm not coming out and saying, hey, if Sam Pittman doesn't win this weekend, you got to move on. He ain't the man for the job. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, I'm not even going I'm like, that's like four steps down the road. Like I'm, I'm not even thinking about that right now, but what I'm thinking about and something that looks like Connor O'Gara was thinking about as well in his article was just the fact of this point in time, when you put all the pieces into place of, you know, with the, the, the guy who had a great season last year, going into the contract extension, keeping all the coordinators and the season and the way it started and the way it's looked, but then the way it's gone so far. It's a matter of really showing the type of coach you truly are. Because last, like, we brought up last year when they hit a three-game losing skid. They lost to some good teams. But even in those games that they lost to, like against 
Um, against Georgia, they just had no shot. Like it, it didn't matter. So, you know, that's out the window. On the road, number team, no one team beat won the championship. Yeah, no chance. But then, like Ole Miss the next weekend, even though you lost, you had a chance to win at the very end. Like you made the two point conversion, you win. And and it's just you were that close. Yeah, the defense was poor, but you were in a position to win it. And then even against Auburn. Later in the game, you still feel like you're in a position of winning, but you didn't play your your. It was probably it was that without a doubt the worst game you played all season. Um, there were some uh, questionable officiating calls going on there, but and honestly, just like two plays made the difference. Where the strip sack fumble into the end zone for a touchdown, and then you go three and out, and then uh, Auburn hits a bomb on the next play. Like it, it was a very wasn't a great game. You made mistakes, but it kept feeling like there was still like that was kind of unorthodox or that was kind of out of character. But now, at least in this three-game skit, it's completely different from last year because, yes, you still played a really good team in Alabama. And similar to what you did with Georgia last year, and you lost, but you were at home. You were in a position, though, where you got it within five points. Five points in the second half. I think five points even entering into the fourth quarter. And then the game just blew up. Three big plays killed you on the on defense. You know, lost to AM. We all know about that and how terrible that was. And, and that was not a game, that was not a team you should have lost to. It's not a game you should have lost, but you did because of your mistakes. And then this game against Mississippi State, you were depleted, you had some problems, but you got smoked. And it was because of your own mistakes. Or you couldn't punch it in, you couldn't do it out. Like last year's three-game losing streak is not the same as this one. It's like completely different circumstances. And that's why the feeling is different. Last year, you just still felt like, even though you lost those three games, you still felt like you, you had some good things to look forward to. Like you still had some good games to look forward to. You still had some, uh, you, so you still had Traylon Burks. You still had uh, a defense that was really solid, especially, uh, you know, stopping the run. That was physical. Like you still felt something. And right now you're not feeling that. And just to give you an idea, or deal, and Connor Aguera brings us up, like just looking at the defense, which we know about the injuries and everything for the defense, but Arkansas's defense is, 88th in college football, and when I say college football, I mean obviously the FBS. They rank 88th in rushing yards and carries allowed. They rank 108th in scoring defense, 116th in yards and a pass attempt allowed, 120th in yards a play allowed, number 20, 121 in rushing touchdowns allowed, number 127 in passing defense, and number 131 in 30-yard scrimmage plays allowed. I'm pretty sure 131 is dead last, if I'm not mistaken. If not, it is right there into the mix. That's horrible. That's horrible. So going through all of that and where you're at right now, not only have you lost three games, but you have glaring, major, horrible, horrendous issues defensively, especially. And you still have hiccups and bad decisions and bad things going on offensively. So Stan Pittman said in the press conference this week, though, that any type of blame needs to go to him because he's the head coach, which I appreciate him, of course, saying that and, and being that way. But this can be a really defining time for Sam Pittman because you need to inspire hope and to Razorback fans. You need to give them some reason to believe that the final six games of the season will be better than the first six games of the season. You need to give them reasons to believe that not only this weekend you can win, but once you hit that bye week and you come out in your final stretch, you can finish strong and still have some sort of great feeling and great momentum heading into the final part of the season. You need to inspire that sort of hope. Because if you don't, 
If you go out against BYU this weekend and you continue to have the same insane struggles, the same horrible results, where offensively you can't punch it in, you have bad turnovers, defensively you give up huge plays after huge plays after huge plays where they just eat your lunch, they eat you alive from beginning to end, you can't get the quarterback, you have gaffes on special teams, you had a lot of penalties. Like If we see the same song, different verse, this weekend against BYU, that's not going to inspire any sort of hope. You're going to be sitting at three and four where you have a tough stretch of the final five games. And I don't like, you know, you're, you'd have to go undefeated to match last year's record. Even though this schedule this year, folks, this year, I know that it's always going to what it could have should have, but this would have been a great opportunity for Arkansas to get to that next step, that nine, 10 win season, because there are some winnable games. Like the AM game, we know, like, I still think Mississippi state, you had a healthy KJ Jefferson and you don't make the dumb mistakes, like you, you're at least in position, you may win it, maybe. But it's just that's what makes it so infuriating. So it's gut check time. You have Sam Pittman's gonna have to show what he's made of. He's got six games left of this season. He's got a big one this weekend against BYU. Can he and this coaching staff and this team can they inspire hope? Can they give us reasons to be faithful? that this Razorback football team can do something at the end of the season, can turn it around, can be that team that we know them to be, a tough, physical, mentally sound team that can make plays and can have big wins. I think they're capable of it. Like that Cincinnati win is still a good win. I know it's South Carolina, but they still won the game. But I don't want those two games to be the best time of this season. I don't want those first three games of the season to be when everybody felt the best. I don't want that. I want the final six games to be different in a good way. This is time for Sam Pittman to show what he and this coaching staff is made of. You're halfway in the season. Got a tough game in front of you. Start it this weekend against BYU and you'll be able to inspire some hope going forward. We're talking about the offense and why it's the key to Arkansas success, not only this weekend, but for the rest of the season. But first, uh, these days, you're looking for every potential new hire when it comes to the high stakes and the wagering of the small businesses that you may own. You want to be 100% certain that you have the best access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's one of those things to where I've, I've known many friends of mine, especially locally in the Northwest Arkansas area. They're trying new businesses. And when they have new businesses, they need new employees. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to find work these days. But they go to LinkedIn. They where to get the most qualified candidates. They find people who are desperately and honestly looking for jobs. And they find them and they end up hiring them and end up being great. So it works. You got to check out LinkedIn. Just add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
All right, so continuing on with the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, uh, you know, I have, I'm have i bringing up something that everybody kind of knows. It's like, hey, the offense is the key to the success of this team. Well, yeah, no kidding, kid. Like, it's like yeah, of course it is. We all know that. Um, but I, I saw something that uh, was posting just some of the stats and comparisons for uh, Arkansas and BYU this weekend. And, you know, I'm at the point, I think, folks, where – I don't really care about the the defense and saying, oh, the defense needs to get better. Because, I mean, yeah, the Mississippi State scheme was bad. But the defense is what it is. It's not good. It sucks. It's it's just not good. But you can't fix that. And you just don't have the players just like, okay, well, we got in the arsenal some, some guys we can just put in now. And they'll be really good. And the defense will be improved. It is what it is. You're handcuffed. You're, you're tied up. Whatever it is. Kneeling with this defense. So it's going to come down to offense. Arkansas, the rest of the season, their final six game, it's going to come down to how their offense plays and how they score and how they, in some cases, may have to outscore and outgun the opponent in a shootout. Like, it's just going to probably be that case in a lot of the games going forward. Like especially if you think about, like, that Ole Miss game is going to be, it's going to be wild. Uh, I think Missouri has a chance, chance to be a high scoring too. Maybe even this weekend has a, high, a chance to be high scoring. But I started looking at just Arkansas's offense versus BYU's defense. Because again, the defense, like Arkansas is going to give up 30 points this weekend. I, I, I think that we can all just say, yeah, that's that's probably the way it's going to go. 30 points this weekend is what BYU is going to score at least. So I started looking at the numbers offensively though. So check this out. Um, Arkansas in total offense actually ranks 24th in the country in yards per game. So all these people that hate Kendall Bryles, not saying he's perfect, but 24th in total offense ain't bad. Especially when it's rushing offense, it's 11. They rank 11th in yards per game, and they're 84th in passing offense. Um, scoring offense, they're 72nd. That's not great. They're just right a shade under 30 points per game. But they're really good in pass efficiency. They're really good in, in third down uh, conversion. Uh, they rank 44th in that. Red zone offense, they are trash, as we all know. It's 116th. But turnovers at uh, 54th. Sacks allowed at 61, tackles for loss allowed 72. So there's some good stats. There's some nah, average stats and there's some bad stats. But let's look at the BYU defense and, and look at where some of them rank as well. So their scoring defense is ranked 73rd. Your offense is 72nd. Their scoring defense is 73rd. Pretty comparable. Total offense, though, they rank 58th, which is pretty good. Or total defense, I should say, in that is pretty good at 58. Rush defense, though. 100th. They rank 100th in the country in rush defense. You are 11th in rush offense. That's how you win this game. Right there. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Don't stop running. They can't run anymore. Rocket Sanders, Dominique Johnson, Rashad Dominion, A.J. Green, K.J. Jefferson, whoever, run, run, run the ball. Because their pass defense is ranking 25th in the country. They only give up 190 yards a game. Third down defense, they rank 92nd in the country. You're 44th. So people are getting a lot of conversions, which to me also says that they find themselves in third and short situations, which Arkansas needs to convert on, which they've done a fairly good job on, uh, uh, all things considered. Red zone defense, they rank 63rd. Not great, not terrible, kind of average, but yours is awful. So you got you to work. Here's another thing, too. That is another benefit towards Arkansas on the offense. The takeaways this year for defense, BYU only has six. They have six takeaways. That ranks 106th in the country. They average 
a sack and a half a game, which is 102nd in the country. And then they have tackles for loss at four and a half a game, which ranks 112th in the country. Okay? So you, you have the ultimate advantage in this game. The only thing you do not have the advantage on when it comes to offense versus their defense is your red zone because your red zone is pretty much as bad as it can be versus their red zone and your pass because you're 84th in passing uh, offense. They're 25th in passing defense. But everything else, you're either comparable or much better than. Turnovers, they are bad. If you don't turn the ball over, you'll be all right. They don't get to the quarterback. They don't have tackles for loss. They have a terrible rush defense. There you go. There you go. You got it. It's as simple as just doing the things you're supposed to do offensively. Running the ball effectively. Scoring in the red zone. How about that? Not turning the ball over. I, I mean, I know that I'm just sitting here saying the most basic things, but it's so true. It's like, there it is. Like, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. You should win this game. Arkansas should beat BYU. They're favored in this game. I think BYU started out as a two and a half point favorite, and now Arkansas is like a three point favorite. You should win this game. You're a better team. Your strengths offensively is better than their strengths defensively. You got it. Again, defense, you're going to give up points. It's going to happen. But your offense is good enough to score 40 against this team. Do it. You have to. Because if you don't, if Arkansas does not score at least five touchdowns in this game, they're, they're going to lose the game. I, I just, I have no faith in the defense being able to slow them down. So, you have to get at least five touchdowns. That'll be the only way I feel comfortable about it. And you should. You should get at least five touchdowns against this team. You're better. You're more physical. Go out there and prove it. That's all I'm asking. I don't think it's too much. Ooh. Anyways, Built Bar. Hey, I got to tell you about this stuff, man. Like During this time of year, I'm on the go all the time. It's really tough to, to stay alert and stay up to date with all the stuff going on. I mean, you got I'm, I'm traveling all over the place. I'm having to deal with a bunch of stuff. But one thing that always sometimes I forget is to eat. <laughs> you know, I'm sure some of you are like that too. So I built bar so great because it's very convenient. It tastes great. It gives me all the nutrients I need, plus the protein I need. And it tastes amazing too, especially with the built bar puffs. Those are the best things. Like I love built bars, but built bar puffs, those things hit just a little bit different. They have different flavors to choose from, and you got to check it out. So just head over to built.com, use promo code locked on 15. And you'll get 15% off your next order. It's as simple as that. It doesn't matter how many you order, you can get the whole store. Just enter in that promo code locked on 15 for 15% off of Built Bar over at built.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so uh, final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, I know we don't talk a lot about basketball uh, right now, but uh, it is going to be here very soon. And, uh, yeah, so I, I can't wait. I really can't wait for uh, for basketball season to get here. I love football, but basketball, there's a lot of excitement surrounding it. you got the red-white game coming up uh, this Sunday. But I wanted to give – this is kind of like a really annoying to me. And I know it's probably something above my pay grade, and maybe it's something I'm missing out on. Maybe it's something that's over my head, you know, whatever you want to call it. But uh, 
this came out yesterday where the red white game was supposed to be streamed on SEC Network Plus. It was going to be in Barnhill. It's going to be so cool. And there was a press release that came out yesterday that said, uh, per the U of A, that due to unforeseen circumstances, the game will no longer be streamed on SEC Network Plus. Unforeseen circumstances. What, what does that mean? Well, according to sources, <laughs> I think it was actually Mason Choate that put this out. Uh, he says that apparently the unforeseen circumstances is a planned power outage on campus that day. And there is no way of broadcasting because there will be no Wi-Fi on campus all day Sunday. What are we doing? What are we doing? Who Who's in charge here for this? I know it's a red-white game. I know it's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. I know it was going to be on the SEC Network Plus and you're going to have to stream it anyway. But that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. You plan for it to be on there, and then you have to change it because, oh, yeah, we're doing a, we're doing a, a planned power outage on Sunday, and there'll be no Wi-Fi on campus. Really? Really? Could you not do it, I don't know, next Sunday? You know, why don't, why don't you do the planned power outage then? Maybe there's a reason why you have to do it at this point in time. But couldn't you have just done that? I just, like, I get it. It's above my pay grade. I know. I don't know much about it. But that type of stuff, I'm just like, what are we doing here? Like, who, who how does this happen? Like, because if it would have gotten scheduled and it's like, hey, we would play it on the SEC network, but this is what's going on, I still would have been a little bit frustrated. But I'm like, okay, but the fact that you planned on it, you scheduled it, it was going to be there. But then you're like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, we're excited about this. Uh, hey, uh, Charlie, hey, uh, uh, by the way, man, we got a, uh, power outage coming on at the U of A. So we're not going to have any Wi-Fi. Oh, why? Uh, you know, just checking things. We know we had the red-white game going on, like, on Sunday, right? Oh, yeah, that sucks. Uh, yeah, you probably guess you're not going to be able to, to have the game. I just, I, I can't. Like, again, I know that it, it doesn't matter, but I just, I just feel like that is so dumb. How do you just not, how do you not know what's going on on your own campus? You got to figure those things out. So that was just a little rant of mine. But either way, I'm excited about basketball season. I can't wait to go uh, to the games this year. I won't be at the red-white game, obviously, because of uh, I'll still be coming back from Provo. But I will be at SEC Basketball Media Days next week. I'm really excited about that uh, in Birmingham. So uh, it's only two days. I've never been before, so it may be kind of a cluster. So, uh, But it'll still be a good time no matter what. But either way, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.